What's up, everybody? Welcome to Tony Fat Presents Manifesting Comedy, the podcast. Today, what I want to talk about is my latest stand-up special, 27. How it even came about, you know. Uh, it's my latest special here. The last one I put out was in 2018. So it was over two years ago since I did that one. That one was titled I Am Tony Fant. And it's been a minute since I've done one. I really should have done one in 2019, but I was, you know, going through a period in my life where I was being really lazy and, you know, not motivated. So this year I wanted to do one. We originally were going to do, you know, Manifesting Comedy, you know, which inspired this podcast. But due to, you know, how uh, uh, COVID went this year, you know, it, it canceled not only my plans, but many other people's plans for this year. So for me, I wanted to still put out something, put out some content, put it out in a way which would be safe to everybody that could view it, whether they were there physically or watching it uh, virtually. Uh, so I named it 27 because I'm 27 years old. And I also went over it a, <laughs> very little uh, in the actual special. At the very beginning, I addressed it just a little bit and why I did it. Um, but, you know, I, I wanted to do another special, bro. And... It was, you know, put together differently than the last one, but a lot of this stuff is kind of like a cookie-cutter cookie type thing, more like we have a certain template to follow in, in regards to production and was able to make it happen. I had to buy my, a lot of my own equipment for this particular production to take off, which was amazing. You know, it's an investment in my own company, uh, which is amazing. And, you know, versus the last one, I did not have to do that. I just had to show up to the venue. The venue provided all of that. I just uh, had a little camera crew. The camera crew had their stuff. Uh, but I was, like, freelancing a lot of stuff. But now I'm actually, I own the equipment, you know, just stepping my production level up and stepping my knowledge of the business up because it is amazing being a comedian, but I also know that with my production company, I have to get a lot of brains and insight on the business in itself. Um, it's cool being my own boss and being my own leader. And I know my decisions, you know, they are critical to my success. So I'm really thankful for all the comedians that put knowledge on me. You know, all the, you know, the uh, producers and the show uh, producers that put me on. Game about different things and different aspects to really take heed to. And then the fact that I even went to college for, you know, this type of stuff. Is amazing. So I'm actually getting to utilize why I went to college and the knowledge I got from college. Still think college is a total fucking scam, but ultimately I was able to network from it. That was one of the greatest tools I got from it, as well as I took the knowledge back from the production side of things. So shout out to the College of Communications at up at Michigan State. Um, and shout out to all the professors that have poured their knowledge and time and wisdom into me. Um, so I appreciate it. So in this, in regards to doing the comedy special, though, um, it's all a plan, bro. Like, I know the last one I was talking to my professor, Amal, and he kind of told me to, you know, you know, work your way backwards date-wise on the calendar of different things you want to have done by this day and just figure it out that way by using my imagination and then actually doing it those days, getting that stuff done, making it happen. And so I kind of did some of the same things this time. I was using my homie Lee. Uh, Lee was helping guide me and kind of helping me, you know, steer my vision, putting it on paper and kind of making it work. Like we had to create videos for people to be able to log in using Periscope. So I had to create the whole here, 
here to help video well, I should say how-to video myself as well as how people can purchase the virtual tickets so I had to do a lot of that work myself um but he was the one who dropped the nuggets on me so shout out to Lee and me and him came up with notes like we had a shared note and we was able to work on different things we had to do the list of people who's gonna come in there's a different stuff we had to see that it got done and that it helped make the show make sense so when the day came everything like was able to flow so major shout out to him for helping me organize the show so i put him down as a co-producer because ultimately he was he helped me guide my thoughts and my imagination into seeing it through so shout out to the big homie lee he's always been uh you know like a he's a good friend like a big bro for real for real he really be looking out for me and trying to make this manifest for me so i really appreciate his effort in this um you know donnie was really easy to get on because donnie be on a, a bunch of my shows donnie the homie you know me and him kind of started comedy around the same time um you know so it was always cool to you know work with donnie and then kind of see donnie getting his own zone before the shows is kind of cool donnie really be in his own zone so for him to let me share that intimate space with him and just you know like make that happen i really appreciate the boy um and you know my camera crew this time uh was Kev, True, and CJ. I met Kev and True at MSU. I think CJ is Kev's cousin, so we met all, I met him, you know, the day of the show, but we were uh, in correspondence coming up. We had our own little group chat. It's all about expectations. We set expectations because they were my real staff. They were the people I was leaning on the day of the show, my camera crew, um, you know, with their knowledge, because, you know, I went to school for this stuff, but it's been a minute since I had to apply it in real life, so... I don't have to know everything. I just need to be around people that know the stuff I don't know. And they were able to, you know, help pick up the slack. You know, some of the feedback and some of the takeaways I had was I wish I I was able to start my show on time. I was 50 minutes late. It was at 7.50, 7.51 when we started, when it was uh, slatted, slot, slatted for 7. So that was totally on my end. Uh, you know, when we got there, we had to still set up and things. Um... It's so crazy, though, because it's like even at 7 o'clock, like, we had like three people in the audience, but I had 24 tickets sold for in person. So a little piece of me was like, I guess it's all working out, but it was a huge inconvenience to the people who bought virtual tickets. So, you know, I did apologize for that, and I uh, made it up for it to them the best way that I thought was right for them. I addressed that that day, and they got what uh, – what I thought was, you know, appropriate for them. So I appreciate them still supporting me and through all that. And for, you know, people hitting my lineup, you know, like even leaning up to it. So I got to shout out to Dre. Shout out to Lydia. Uh, who was it? Aaliyah. You know, people just hitting my line and just saying how much they believe in my talent, you know, and like they see that I'm, they see it, you know what I'm saying? Who else was it? Ashley, you know, she hit me up today and, you know, just let me know that people are, you know, they're watching me, you know, and not so much as a big brother type, you know, evil eye in the sky type thing, but more so like they're seeing my development, they're seeing how I've come along. So I really appreciate them actually reaching out to me on an individual basis to really share those encouraging words to me. And then for the people that even showed up to the event, you know, through it all, uh, you know, I know it maybe had been a little uncomfortable being there, but I met that ass on a non-liability form, and they was all cool with it. You know, everybody was able to socially distance there. People had masks on. It was a successful day and all that. Was able to provide people snacks, chips, and water, hand sanitizer, 
napkins. And, you know, it was cool because I, I got some good water. I got the Fiji water, you know. And uh, PZ, he, uh, he was with Maya. PZ was like, hey, man, I appreciate you getting this quality water, not that fake-ass water, you know. And I was like, you know what, bro? I like to invest in my people. So I'm glad I was able to help with that because it's all about giving people, you know, quality and they can give me back quality. You know, it's a a give-give situation. And, you know, I really like the fact that people can be transparent with me, whether it's people on my staff or people that, you know, are the customer, my customers really, uh, or my, my people that support me or fans. So I really appreciate that. I'm all about the honesty and bluntness. Um. So just that whole ordeal was straight. You know, I wish we would have started early. I wish everybody would have been there on time. And But ultimately, the night was still a success. So uh, I don't even really think about that much often. That's why I, you know, I looked out for the people who looked at it virtually because they was just listening to the music the whole time. They was listening to the setup music that we had. I had a whole playlist going to some dog-ass good music. So that was the best thing. But I still know that it was an inconvenience to them. You know, that's not – they didn't pay to watch us set up. So – I think that was one of the feed, one of the things that I had, like one of the takeaways I had from that event. Um, but the whole thing was great. Uh, it's just a different vibe, uh, you know, you know, just in this, because this wasn't as like the same production as I am Tony Fan. Like I am Tony Fan, we had a little stuff to do, you know, saying so we had more time to set up prior. Uh, but it's different. They both productions, and ultimately they were both under my business. So it's about me having a brand and my business having a, a loyal-ass brand and a good brand. So when people see the name, they see the logo, they hear it, the name, they, they're like, oh, yeah, I fuck with Tony. And, you know, I I'm, I was able to send out, you know, a feedback testimonial thing to the people that paid virtually and for those that came. And it's cool kind of seeing what they said. You know, it's not all 100% pat on the backs, but, you know, that come with the territory. But. You know, it's a living and a learning thing, and I'm glad that they were able to give me that feedback in real time, and I'm grateful for it because I'm only learning more. Um, this uh, 27 was my fifth production, so I did three shows at Michigan State, uh, MSU Comedy Nights, or then they used to be called Comedy Night at MSU. Then we did the I Am Tony Fan, uh, and then we just did 27. So I had five productions under my belt. Uh, for this business, which is amazing. I'm really excited to do the manifesting comedy. Like, I got a doll. Oh, my God. Like, the venue for that going to be amazing. But, like, it's really cool kind of just seeing, like, my business grow, seeing my ideas expand, and seeing, like, my imagination really come to be here, you know, with, with the whole 27 deal. With 27, I'm releasing it also as a comedy album so people can listen to it. Um, my website is, you know, coming back up that's how people will actually be able to purchase it and view it um you know through the website they can purchase it and right when they purchase it that same window that you know confirms the purchase they'll be able to see the link which the link will be active for 24 hours as well as they'll get an email that they uh, to the email they put on file with that link that way they can get it um it's just a little different as i tackle the entrepreneur lens of this realm but it was cool like even me watching this whole, like, the footage afterwards, like, I stayed up till 4 a.m. just watching me on re on rewind, bro. Like, that was funny. It's, like, it's different being a comedian because it's, like, damn, in the moment, I thought I said enough. 
or I, you know, I might have said too much. But when you rewatching it on film, you be like, damn, I could have said such and such, such and such. So that's one thing I like about it because it's like football. With football, you learn, like you see, you know, like the different ways you could have capitalized on different things. And it's the same with comedy. Like when I record my sets, how it is, and how it works. Uh, I want to talk some about the actual production of Twenty Seven. You know, it was just me and Donnie. It was no host, no DJ. I was the DJ. Um, but then we had little issues when it came to connecting my computer to the mic. Like, or not the mic, but the speaker. Like, once my computer went to sleep, then it kind of cut my music. So I ain't really had no music coming in, which is going to be cool for editing. Versus last time, like, I Am Tony Fan, like, we came on the music and we had to, like, put audio over the intro music. So it was easier in that regard, as well as, like, the I didn't get music at the end. So... Shout out to uh, Joe and French for helping the music turn on after the event, uh, which is awesome. The teardown process for the production was crazy, but, you know, it was a good conversation, good energy uh, in the room. I, and I don't know, bro, it was, it, was, it was a good vibe. Like, I like doing productions. Like, this is my job. And it's not even so much of a job. I'm not going to say job, but this is my career. This is what I want to do. And I want to get to the point where I can do maybe a production a month then you know what i'm saying or two productions a month that'd be awesome and then i want them to be packed like 27 i look at 27 as like a uh, uh a mixtape because normally i do shows or productions i would say at theaters and auditoriums right so this one was not at a theater auditorium more so a studio a photography studio but we made it work and, you know, normally, you know, we'd be at theaters. So that's how I feel about it. Theaters really set the stage for that type of entertainment. Like, it's a different vibe, you know, like when people look around and seeing the seats, they seeing the mics, they seeing everything. The speakers coming from the ceiling, they see all the, the aerial, just the scenery just totally different in the auditorium because it's built for that type of entertainment versus we had a studio, we made that venue we had to make it adjust to our type of entertainment. But it all turned out right. You know, I got my takeaways from it, like how I would do things next time, like uh, we're positioning tables and seats, stuff like that. Um, so it can be as close to comedy as it can be, but still, you know, in, in alignment with, you know, the whole restrictions that's going around. So I thought that was kind of interesting. So I look at 27 again as like a mixtape. But the content was there, like, it was all new content, which is amazing. Like, nobody really liked going to a comedian and they saying the same jokes, uh, which is cool. So I'm really excited to really release this content. I'm going to release it on TonyFantJr.com on my personal website, uh, which you can be viewed on a mobile device, any handheld device or a computer, uh, which is exciting. Uh, and, you know, we're selling it for 10 bucks, 10 bands. It's not much. Um, and then, you know, I'm also, I'll be selling I'm Tony Fant on there as well. I'm excited because my website's back up, man. It's just so exciting to really get in the swing back of doing things and really focusing my mind on my craft. While I am more than my body, I am more than my name, I am more of a, more than a comedian, more than anything that, you know, I can attach to as a label. You know, I'm, 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 I'm actually pure awareness and pure love, but while I'm here dwelling on this earth, you know, I would really enjoy dwelling and being a comedian. You know, it's one of the one of the roles that I I will take on 
but I won't let it consume me. You know, like I don't want to let it consume me like how football consumes my whole identity. Like when I was growing up, damn, I was a football player. Everything, everything I did circled around football. You know, but here on this planet with the consciousness that I have now, you know, I just partake in comedy and I partake in getting to meet crazy amounts of people talk about some massively deep and massively sometimes bland but just entertainment entertaining topics with people um so 27 is i feel like it's raw it's it's and i've always been raw but it's like you know what i'm saying again it's a mixtape it's gritty we underground the comedy here and that's something that uh, my mentor marv ross would say he called it under, uh, underground comicking so it was just a good deal to have it i really got to get the support it was me and donnie uh, I want to get to the point where we're doing, you know, before I get to really pushing manifesting comedy because it's all coming, bro. Like, it's so hard, but I really think reality is a mirror of my inner reality, like my inner world. This outside reality that's outside of what I b- believe to be myself and my eyes and my point of view and awareness is just a simple re- reflection of what's going on in my inner world. And we literally are creating or manifesting comedy which is amazing. So, like, I got the dog-ass venue for that production. It's so sweet. But in the meantime, we, I find ways to just create comedy, manifest the comedy, and get my name out there and just let people see the talent that I have as well as the talent that's all around me in Michigan. That's one of my goals here is really to showcase, you know, and have fun and, you know, producing my own talent and my own comedy because I have my own voice. You know what I'm saying? Before I, you know, drop this suit and transcend into death, I really want to um, have a good life, bro. Every day is a good life. I try to take it day by day, but I plan. And I know that there are talented individuals in this state alone. Like, I, I don't feel like as though I have to leave this where I am to get, you know, more out of the game. But currently right now, I'm a, I'm a fucking comedian. You know what I'm saying? I'm a whole-ass comedian living my dreams. I get my bills paid by just doing comedy. You know, ain't that shit crazy? Like, I'm a comedian, you know, and it's like eventually, you know, that stuff will come, but I don't want to rush it because if it don't come, that's okay too. I could die any fucking moment, so I just want to enjoy the life that I have now, and I know that right now we're pushing this comedy. You know what I'm saying? These jokes not going to be funny hella years later. They might be, but it's a few. It's a few golden ones. Like, one of my golden jokes is the Kanye West joke that I got but it's golden you know what I'm saying like, but it's not everything is like that but in time as I get better with writing and articulating myself with my deliveries and punchlines you know who knows but right now I'm really a comedian like in real life like I don't have to wait until I'm older to be like damn I'm really doing this shit no I'm doing this shit now I'm really being a comedian that's what makes me happy because I can sense it I can feel it right now in the now that I'm a stand-up comedian you know what I'm saying? I'll be on social media doing comedy sometime, and it's like, it's interesting. It's interesting just to see how it all happened. And, you know, and, you know, I kind of want to speak on that album artwork for 27. Um, I chose to be me in front of the Fox Theater. And, you know, for those who know me, or, you know, I like, and I, and I imagine often me performing at the Fox Theater. You know what I'm saying? For those who don't know, now you know. Like, that is one of my comedian goals. And I don't want to wait for anybody to be like, yeah, this guy's funny. He, we need to, we, let's get him. You know what I'm saying? I don't want to wait for no handout. 
Because again, like I told you, I could die any day. So right now, my goal is to understand who I am as a, as an essence, as a soul, as a being. You know, knowledge yourself, as well as understand what it means to be a comedian. You know, and you know, be around my peers and learn. You know, what I'm saying, watch stuff on TV, read, just really try to understand what it means to be a comedian, and then also just, you know, draft up great experiences. Talk because that's what makes you know being a comedian exciting when you're you know telling your experiences to the people in an articulate way because i'm i'm really just a funny ass storyteller that's how i look at it as a comedian i'm a storyteller and you know i want to drop gems in there you know i'm finding my way i'm finding my way i'm creeping up on year number seven but i'm finding my way at that so for me i really know in my hearts of hearts that i'm going to do the fox theater so you know as we lead up to doing different shows and different productions until we get to that point it's going to be different aspects of people kind of seeing me manifest this dream of mine, you know, because everything first starts in the mental plane, you know, the invisible mental. Um, and then it comes into the physical. So I know if I think about it a lot, if I talk about it a lot, you know, if I feel it a lot, if I dream about it, if I fucking daydream about it, it's got to happen. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to meet these people that are going to help me make it happen. Like I got a homie, Chris. Chris worked there. He know people who can give me more information about it. He has, which is amazing. So it's like this type of stuff aligned for me, you know what I'm saying? And, you know, I don't really care to be the greatest comedian in all time. I just know that I'm funny. And I know that a lot of people also know I'm funny. And I don't have to wait for nobody to validate that I'm fucking funny. I can see it. I can see it. I can see it. I can sense it. I know it. You know what I'm saying? And the homie Josh Adams, another mentor, was like, you just got to go up there and say what's funny to you. Because, you know, all this shit's subjective anyway. I could really be up, going up there and get my fucking heart. And people, some people might not even think it's shit funny. But other people will. So, I, you know, and my thing is, I just got to tell my truth and be in my truth and say what's funny to me. And the people who going to resonate with me, they going to resonate with me. And they're not going to like every fucking joke. But life is life, man. It's going to go on. And I just know it. So that's why I chose the Fox Theater for this art cover. My sister took it for me, Carissa, because I know if it is to be, it's up to me. You know what I'm saying? That's why I chose this album cover. I chose that because I knew in my hearts of hearts years ago, that's where I want to do a show at. In my hometown. In my hometown. Why not? Why can't it be me? I literally have been doing everything else. Like, I literally went to college. You know what I'm saying? I was in the first generation, I literally walked onto a D1 college football team. I did it. I was the one who produced my own stand-up fucking special, and that shit looks magnificent. Man, go look at I Am Tony Fan, bro. Go look at that shit. Go look at that shit for yourself and tell yourself, ask yourself, do that shit look like a nigga that's playing? Do that look like some shit of a nigga that's playing? No. Also, I know I ain't no nigga, but just the fact... I'm not playing about my dreams. I can't wait on nobody to hand me my shit. So with the knowledge that I got at Michigan State, with producing my shit, and the experience that I get from on hand meeting with these different venues, and they we going over what contracts mean and money shit, I'm able to understand how to apply myself. And I don't know when it's going to happen, but it's going to happen. Like, I'm going to do the Fox, and I'm going to sell that bitch out. And it's going to be an amazing set. You know what I'm saying? It's going to be an amazing set. It's already something I see in my head. So that's why I chose that shit as my art cover. Because 
right now we outside with it we outside I'm, I'm beginning to crack the door the idea is cracking open already it's already in the mental field it's already been in my imagination one of the infinite possibilities to come since my imagination can see it it's already starting to become into the physical and it's going to be here and i know i'm going to be ready for it because i stay ready like will smith said you ain't got to get ready when you stay ready you know so that's why i chose that shit because i know in my hearts of hearts that that shit is going to happen and when it happens it's going to be so magnificent all of my jokes are going to bang it's going to be beautiful all the talent that i bring on is going to bang you know what i'm saying the whole night is going to be marvelous. The whole thing is going to be super duper safe for everybody. Super duper intimate. Super duper cozy. Hilarious. We try to make people piss on themselves right they bitch at this bitch. You know what I'm saying? We're going to have amazing food. The whole thing is going to be very beautiful. Very uh, scenery. The scenery here is going to be amazing. You know, so, you know, like I said, if it's to be, it's up to me. And I want people to see that this is my dream. This is my goal. I've been speaking about it for years. And it's going to be, like, evidence that, you know, if I can do it, they can do it, too. Like, look, bro, like, I'm where everybody else is. And, you know, we're going to get there. But, it, you know, it's all about when I was playing ball, it's why I got introduced to this quote. Coach D'Antonio had always say, enjoy the process. Like, bro, like, with this manifesting comedy shit, like, this shit right about to be epic. And we ain't even at the Fox. This shit alone is epic. Like, the venue that we at, bro, <laughs> like, man, like, that shit alone make me feel amazing thinking about it. So, I just want to keep enjoying the process, keep writing down jokes, you know what I'm saying? And just enjoying my motherfucking life, because I can go at any moment, you know what I'm saying? You know, God willing, I can accomplish all that I want to accomplish in this life, be who I want to be in this moment and on onward, be around the people that put love into me and speak life into me and me do it to them. So, that's what I wanted to explain to y'all here. I'm really excited about it. Uh, 27 should drop either before Christmas or right before New Year's Eve, maybe on New Year's Eve. Uh, it's an editing right now. Uh, you know, I got all the footage, but we're trying to put it together so it makes sense and make sure it look clear. Uh, shout out to my camera crew. Shout out to uh, my editor, Kev. Kev putting that together. I'm just so excited that this is really happening for me. You know what I'm saying? Just seeing it happening and gaining the support and gaining the knowledge of what we do, you know, leading up to the show. Like prepping wise, what we do the day of the show and what it looks like afterwards, you know, in post and what it looks like in marketing. Like I'm learning about marketing. Like I'm just excited to learn what I learn. You know, uh, you know, it's a lot of growth and taking losses. It's some, it's some growth and you know, just overcoming obstacles that don't make sense at first, but eventually they do in hindsight. You know, but what this one random white guy told me when I, when I was working my last job is, you want to be able to develop the habit of conquering the moment in the moment, not in hindsight looking back like, damn, I wish I did this. But in the moment, see the opportunities for what they were and season it and then, you know, making it be what you want it to be and really stepping into it. And I feel like me doing these productions is me stepping into my greatness because ain't nobody going to set all this shit up and be like, Tony, come headline this shit for me. Ain't nobody going to do that. I got to do it. You know what I'm saying? And then when and people seeing the talent that I have and the skills that I have, then they'll be like, oh, okay, okay. You could be on shows, but, you know, I don't, I don't, I can't wait for nobody to help make my dreams come true. Only I can do that shit. Only I really have the belief in myself and the fuel in me. Nobody's going to really go out there way to seek me out. You know what I'm saying? Nobody's going to do that. I got to do that for me. I'm the sole believer in everything that I want to accomplish. And I think 27 is a great example of that, you know, uh, and just making that happen. 
the stuff that I talk about in this is stuff you never heard me talk about on any of my other stuff. So it's cool that now I get to present these jokes to people in a way that they can be like, damn, you know, I'm, I'm opening up more. Like with my last show, I wasn't saying much about my personal life. I did some, but like now I'm talking about my personal life and I'm making it more relatable. And it's just cool kind of seeing myself develop as well as how I tell jokes, as well as just the content that I'm speaking about. You know, like my grandma get on my head about saying bathroom jokes. So, you know what I'm saying? Like bathroom jokes is easy and they fucking funny. But, you know, as I develop more content and more and just have more experience coming in, it's just I enjoy being a comedian because it's like I'm just looking at my every fucking day life and I'm just taking stuff and I'm jotting it down. I'm having fun with it. You know what I'm saying? If people don't like it, fuck them and then just move on. That's the beauty of being a comedian. Like, don't nobody know your fucking set but you. Especially if you ain't saying the same fucking sets every fucking where you're going. So, um, I just want to thank y'all for listening to this episode of the podcast. Tony Fant presents Manifesting Comedy. Uh, man, shout out to just everybody who had their hand and their imagination and time and effort and supporting 27 as well as helping 27 to become a thing in the physical uh, shout out to everybody who's just loving on me, speaking life into me, and really supporting my comedian dreams. And then lastly, I want to support and shout out to my motherfucking self because I'm really doing this motherfucking shit. And shout out to the all that is and helping me really come to be and just realizing who I really am. And I'm just so happy that I'm stepping into my dreams. I'm, I'm like, We documenting this shit, bro. So thank you for listening to this right here. I hope everybody's have a good-ass day, have a bomb-ass day. Uh, whenever you listen to it, if you listen to it at night, you know, have a good night. Thank you for supporting me. I'm Tony Fant. Check me out on um, YouTube. You can check me out on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. Just search Tony Fant Jr. or T Fant Jr. I should pop up. You all have a good day. 27 is on the way right before 2021. All right, y'all. Y'all continue to be highly favored, blessed, and prosperous. Y'all take care of yourselves. Bye-bye.